0: So this is going to be for somebody who is currently in a season of uncertainty. You're kind of in between, um, you know, two mountains right now. You're stuck in the valley. You don't really know where God has taken you or, if you know, you don't believe in God, the universe, or you just, you don't know where your life is taking you right now. And you're just stuck waiting, trying to figure it out. That's been me lately. I've actually gotten to a point where I've been praying and praying and praying for this specific answer, and I almost feel like the complete opposite of my prayer happened recently, and I got so angry with God in my next prayer, and I said, God, where have you been? Why are you not answering this for me? I don't understand. I was so angry, and I feel like God kind of gave me my answer this morning with my son. And you might hear pages ruffling in the background because I wrote about this in my journal, and so I just don't want to make sure that I miss anything. But my son was playing a video game, and he said, he said, Mama, can you pray for me that I win this game? And I instinctively said, I'll pray about it, Hunter, but sometimes God is more interested in what you need to learn while playing the game than he is with you actually winning it. And I don't even know why... I said that because that was just such a deep... I All I could have said was, sure, buddy, I'll pray for you. But for some reason, my mind went straight to deepness, and that was weird. And then I realized, wow, is that God's answer for me? So one of the things that I realized was that when something isn't over in your life, you know, when you're waiting for an answer, when you're stuck on pause that means that God isn't finished. Just because he hasn't answered your prayer or something hasn't happened that you've been waiting to happen doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It just means that there might still be a lesson left to learn in it. And you just got to figure out what that is. And also, sometimes we think that the prize is to win, but we fail to see that if winning isn't in God's plan, and we have to trust that he has an even better answer. I mean, <laughs> that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned for myself this year is sometimes what I want for myself isn't actually what I need. And I mean, sometimes we just have to wait a little longer to see what is actually being worked on. And so I'm really big on metaphors um, I, I, or parables or however you want to describe it. Um, so I'm going to give an example that I feel like we can all relate to. So I feel like it's kind of like a kid helping us make brownies, right? The kid doesn't understand the process. They don't understand the collection of ingredients, the prepping, the mixing, the baking. All the kid sees is the reward at the end. And they don't appreciate the weight and that, that is needed until they see that reward, right? Because, you know, the kid just wants it to hurry up and be done over with so they can eat the, eat the delicious brownies. And I feel like we are usually the kid in that situation with God. And this is what happens when you make brownies, right? So you're with your kid, you're you're putting everything together, and you're making a mess. There is a big mess in the process. And us as parents, if you're a parent, um, what do you do? You clean it. You clean up the mess. The kid, you know, is just kind of there engulfed in the mess. The mess is all over them. There's flour, there's sugar, all in their hair. And we're just there right next to them cleaning it up. And then the kid's quickly trying to lick the bowl to get some type of instant gratification. Um, There's chaos. There's frustration. There's nothing peaceful about it as we work together. If you're a parent, you completely understand this. There's just so much going on. And then at the end, there's the reward. But here's a way to look at it. The mess, the chaos... The ingredients that didn't make sense to eat by themselves. I mean, think about that one. You know, some of the ingredients are bitter. I mean, flour. Flour goes into, or actually maybe not brownies. um, Or I guess sometimes, depending on what recipe, it doesn't really matter. But if you're baking something, you know, you've got flour. Do you eat flour by itself? No. That would absolutely be horrible. There are some things that are completely inedible, period. I mean, like baking soda. I mean, I don't know that that's actually inedible, but I would definitely not enjoy eating that. Um, But then there's other things that that could be enjoyable, like the chocolate chips or the sugar. You know, there's there's certain ingredients that don't really make sense when they're by themselves. But then they all come together and they make one delicious, sweet smelling dessert that was worth the hard work that you put into it with your kid. And if you look back, at the waiting process, then you realize that that time in the waiting wasn't actually wasted either. Because there were memories, there were laughter, there were silly moments that maybe you didn't re- really like in the moment, like when your kid completely dumped the entire jar of sugar on the floor. Um, but when you look back at it, you can laugh about it and it becomes a good memory. And then there were lessons involved as well you know your kid working hands-on on on the recipe that helps them memorize the recipe so that they can do it naturally the next time the more times that they do it they remember it better and better they get better at it they figure out ways uh, to make their recipe taste better they figure out what ingredients to swap out and how much and how little and they can perfect it over time so that the reward the next time is even better and you can get get to the reward even faster and then you can spend more time in the waiting process making even better memories. So, the working and the waiting period isn't a waste. Like I said earlier, not getting an answer yet from God doesn't mean no. It just means not yet. If your kid says, can we, can we eat the brownies yet while they're in the oven? And you say, no, we can't. Does that mean that you can't ever eat the brownies? No, it just means that. They're not ready yet. It's not time. And even though they think that they're ready for those brownies right now. Mom, I've waited enough. I can have the brownies right now. You know better than your kid does that if you pull those brownies out right now. It's going to be just a bunch of soup. (laughs) And they're not even going to be able to eat it. But they think that that's what they want. But you know better. And that's the same situation with us and God. And sometimes, as I just described... Sometimes his best answer is actually in the waiting. And we fail to see that because we're so focused on what we think we want, the brownies. But when you bake sweets with your kids, think about it this way. What do you look back on later? Do you remember what those brownies tasted like? You know, five years down the road. Oh, I remember that one day on August 17th when we baked these brownies and they had extra chocolate chocolate chips. Those were the best brownies I've ever had in my life. You're probably not going to remember that. But do you remember the process of making those brownies? Probably. But in the moment, while you were baking them, you weren't thinking about baking them. You were thinking about the end result. And it turns out five years later, the thing that you cherished the most was the part that you weren't even focused on. So that lasting memory can actually be a better gift than the five seconds of bliss it took to inhale the brownie. And that's the same exact thing with how God works in our lives and we just fail to realize it. So you just got to remember that the waiting season is a blessing too. It isn't wasted. Your life isn't actually on pause. We think it is. It feels like it is. It feels like life is moving all around us as we wait for the answer. But there's actually a lot of treasure locked inside that valley that you're sitting in. So you just got to ask yourself, you got to look around and you got to say, okay, I want this reward, but I guess if I haven't been given it yet, then that means that I'm not ready for it. And I accept that. So if I'm not ready for it, then what am I ready for right now? What is happening in my life right now? If I change my perspective to. My life being completely on pause right now. What's actually happening in action? What am I grateful for right now? What can I learn right now? How is God pruning me right now? What are the ingredients that God's been handing me that don't make any sense? How can I make sense of them? How are they going to be put together piece by piece to create whatever gift it is that he's eventually going to bring to me? And what gift is he giving me right now? So that's a way to look at it. So if you're somebody that's overthinking or you're in a season of uncertainty, you don't have an answer that you've been praying for or looking for. I hope that this gives you some kind of encouragement that just because you don't have an answer doesn't mean that one, you're never going to have one or two, there isn't actually something waiting for you that you've missed. So that's all I got for you.